Welcome to the Hard Fat Truth. This is a podcast about weight loss and building a community around weight loss. Whether you want to lose weight or whether you've already lost weight and want to help others, we're going to take this journey together and this project together. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bell. Let's get the show started. Welcome to the next episode of the Hard Truth of Being Fat. We're going to talk about mindsets and habits today, but before we get into that, I just want to thank everybody who just joined us and you're listening for the first time. Um, For those who have continued to listen, we're available on iTunes as well as Anchor. Uh, You can go over and listen to the podcast on either one. The other part we have going on is a Facebook group. Uh, I'd like for people to come and join there. So if you're a listener, but you're not involved in that group, come on over and join. So it's at facebook.com slash groups slash hard fat truth. We have a community that's growing in there, a community that's discussing different things that they're eating, discussing different workouts that they utilize, different electronics that might relate to it, different food tracking, recipes that are coming out. Um, You know, I originally started the community so that I could help promote the podcast and engage people with my thoughts. And what I found out is that I'm learning from people in there as well which is great. It's growing to exactly what I hoped it would. It's creating a community, a community that helps others, a community that helps me, and a community that we hold each other accountable. So we generally check in on Wednesdays and on Fridays to let everybody know how our week's going. Midweek check-in is a really great thing for me. Um, If I wait too late in the week, it's too long and uh, I can have some bad habits. So that helps really realign and recalibrate where I need to be at if I check in on Wednesday and then I check in again on Friday. And it sort of sets the week off and then I get to have the enjoyable weekend. We're a little late with this podcast. Um, You know, in the the effort of talking about habits, good and bad, I've had some podcasts pre-recorded and everything's flowed real easy. I thought I could just whip this up later on and I had a week go astray on me from work. Really, the last couple of weeks have been extremely busy. Um, So I let it slip. I let it slip because... The podcasting had become a habit, but then the ability to record a few and get ahead of myself allowed me to get out of the habit the last couple of weeks. So here I am on Friday creating the podcast that normally drops on Friday. So I think that kind of bodes well because it gets into what I've been researching in the last week or so and what we've been talking about in a couple other groups that I've been engaged in. And that's our mindset and our habits. So what are habits? Habits are something that is a hardwired belief. It's something that you do on a day-to-day basis. It's something that you have created over the course of your whole life. And really, it's what you do to get by 95% of every day. You probably wake up at the same time every day. Maybe you hit snooze. Maybe you get out of bed immediately. Maybe you shut your alarm clock off, rip it out and fire it across the room and don't want to get up at all. Maybe you have an annoying alarm clock like me that I've had since college that my wife likes to smash or would like to smash with a hammer. But those are habits. Getting out of the same side of the bed every single day, that's a habit. Showering in the morning or showering at night, it's a habit. What you're doing is you're engaging your hardwired mind. You get up, you grab your coffee, you pick up your phone, you turn it on, you look at Facebook, you look at the news, you look at the weather. And we think that we're really utilizing our brain and And we are, we're starting to fire it up and we're starting to work off of our memories and we're starting to work off of what we have done the day before and and often think about the past when we wake up in the morning and do that. What we're not doing is engaging our analytical mind as soon as we wake up in the morning. So 
we have habits and we look for change in our life. And once you have a habit, good or bad, they're hard to change. It's hard to start a new good habit. It's hard to break an old bad habit. Often, we only change once a crisis happens. So what's a crisis? It could be hitting rock bottom, finally stepping on a scale and realizing that you're so overweight that you feel emotionally drained and you break down. It creates a mini crisis for you. At that point, you create a long-term memory and you want to change and you're willing to finally change a habit. It could be a heart attack. It could be going to your doctor and finding out your arteries clogged. It could be having ulcers. Often it takes a crisis for us to change a habit once we're older. It creates a new long-term memory and you associate that memory and want to do something about it. So how does that function? We have a crisis and we have what we call a refractory period. We think about it. It creates a mood for us. We either create good moods or bad moods. That mood carried over a longer period of time becomes a temperament. A temperament is something that's long and drawn out. Something bad happened to you last week. Well, you, you have this temperament. You run into people and they, they talk to you. Man, you, you just seem like you're off still. Yeah, well, I had this thing happen like a week and a half ago and it's really bugging me. So you've carried that mood on past the day and you've created a temperament. Well, if it's something as big as having a divorce or having a loss of somebody in your family and you carry that on even longer, that becomes a personality trait. Well, then people look at you and go, man, that person's pretty bitter. Well, you know, I had all these bad things happen to me in my life. And now I have a personality trait for being bitter because you're carrying on to that for too long. So here's an example. I said I'd be honest, and I think that's something I've always done in these podcasts. And I think it's something that I put myself out there and it's challenging to do. But I hope everybody gains from it. So this really hit me as I researched it. It made me think back to February when my family went to Disney on vacation. We've been saving for two and a half years. My wife also pulled in a side hustle job um, by accident and something that she loved doing. Um, she is a unique makeup person and she has done some amazing things for people and helped change some lives for people and, and done some amazing things with makeup. It started out as a hobby, became a bit of a side hustle, and allowed her to make a little bit of money and have some makeup to play with, which is awesome. But two and a half years of doing that, along with me working every bit of overtime, we finally get to Disney. We've saved up for this, right? This is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. We're going to take our kids there, and we're going to provide this great family memory. And we get to the doors of Disney on day one, and our tickets won't work. Well, now I'm ticked off. We've saved for so long, we've spent all this time getting here, all this time planning, and we're finally here and we can't get in the gate. Now I'm mad. Now I have to go over to this roll call window, or will call window they call it, and stand in line behind all these people to get it corrected. Well, we've got a late start to the day, the tickets didn't get in, now I have a mood. My mood is pissed off. I'm not happy. Um... We're waiting in line. It's hot. The kids are jumping around. It's crazy. We finally get up to the will call window. I don't know. It seemed like two hours. It was probably 20 minutes. My wife is much better at this. She was like, yeah, whatever. Hey, what, what can you do about it? And she's right. You, all we could do is stand in line. But my refractory period was much longer than hers. So now I have a temperament. Because we're in the gate now. 
but I'm moody the rest of the day. And I've created the temperament for the day. And it's not serving me well. It's become a bad sort of habit, I guess. It's not really a habit at this point that I realize. But my temperament's now off for the whole day. And don't think the kids don't notice it because the interaction between them is not so great. And the day ends up not being as good as it could be because I can't let go of that temperament. I didn't carry it long enough to turn it into a personality trait for that situation. But it, it certainly didn't make the day as good as it was supposed to be because there's all this anticipation build up years of saving to get there. And it, I've and something happened. And if my refractory period would have been shorter, the day would have been great. So I turned it into a temperament, kind of wrecked the rest of the day. With that said, my wife was great, and she's great at balancing me and great at recognizing things and recognizing what I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So we woke up the next day. She helped change the plans, and we went at the next day a little bit different, and obviously we didn't have the issue of getting in because once you get in the first day, life is okay. So it didn't turn into a personality trait. I'm happy about that. And the rest of our vacation was pretty good. So life goes on. What I've realized, though, is that personality trait is already there. It's there because of the work I do on a day-to-day -day basis in engineering. I'm planning for the worst-case scenario. And I'm always dealing with things going wrong and having short time to respond to them to get everything fixed. So what I've realized is I'm addicted to that rush. I'm addicted to the rush of problems. I'm addicted to things going wrong and swinging my mood. And it really is my personality trait. And it's something I have to change. I think the correlation with that is because we've talked about addictive personalities and addictive items in the past, and it can jump from one thing to another. For me, it can be food. It was definitely food in my youth dealing with issues. So I have that personality trait, and it's a bad habit, and I'm recognizing it, and I'm doing something about it, and I'm changing it. It can be similar to going through a divorce. You have a refractory period, and eventually it's a mood because it's a terrible thing to go through, and it can create a temperament if it carries on for a longer period of time. And if you let it, it can eventually become your personality trait. Even though it's in your past, and you can't change the past, you can change the future. If you allow it to become your personality trait, it becomes your future. So we're addicted to that. Why? Because it's comfort. We go back to the five types of eating. And, and you can start to see some correlations that go on with habits and with eating. And we're addicted to feeling comfortable. So what happens in this is we have a thought. That thought gets connected to emotions. The emotions get connected to a chemical release. That chemical release gets connected to a memory. Now, it might be a rush of problems, but that's a comfortable place to be. So I realized for me in engineering dealing with problems... Being in that problem and creating that fear and that anticipation and that mood that goes along with it is a comfortable place for me. I, my mind is blown away, actually, just, just making this connection all now. But what's happened is that's become hardwired. My body deals with that on a day-to-day -day basis. So that hardwire means that that's a normal habit for me. Good or bad, um, I, I want to say it served me well in work, but it doesn't serve me well in my eating and at home. So I have to work on that. I, I'm cognizant of it now. And it's something I need to do to deal with it. Because to break that comfort, 
is to become uncomfortable. I think that's part of what this podcast is. It's embracing discomfort. It's reaching out. It's being open and honest about my events that go on. So as I learn to do things that are more uncomfortable, I can break these comfort cycles. I can create the new habit or a good habit that's going to help me. Um, what happens is we are often stuck in this comfort and the bad habit because it's known. Our body knows to get out of bed on the same side. Our body knows to wander into the kitchen and grab a coffee. Our body knows the feeling of not being good enough and that's okay. And I'm not good enough to do a podcast, so I probably shouldn't do it. Um, the fear of my behavior and the fear of the comfort and leaving that comfort makes you go through your day to day and do it the same way every single day and create those habits. The fear of guilt, it's predictable. We can allow ourselves to have the guilt and then we can allow ourselves to go and eat cookies and eat bad because it's, it's predictable to us. Even if it comes in less often for me, um, you know, last podcast I talked about my wife busting me for a chocolate bar in the vehicle. And here I am having a podcast again, telling you that my wife opened a drawer and found out I'd eaten a chocolate bar, uh, that we can only get in the United States. And I brought a couple over when we came back, um, last time and a friend of hers brought a few over and I ate one. And, uh, you know, again, here she is calling me out. I broke a non-negotiable. I broke being good for myself. I had already worked out really hard and I did it anyways. Why? Because it's predictable and it, it fulfilled my comfort. So change your mindset and change your habit. Do something different. How do you do that? If you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and you want to get out a little bit earlier to get some exercise in the morning, Set your alarm clock for six. Well, that's a big change. Maybe you don't do that. So you start out small. You set it for 6.45 and start waking up 15 minutes earlier. Do that for a while. Eventually, that becomes your habit. And it becomes hardwired. And before you know it, you're potentially waking up before that alarm clock goes on. And then reset it again. I had an individual who's in the group, listens to the podcast, and cycles with me on a regular basis, who continues to talk to me about waking up and riding at six in the morning. There's less wind, there's less traffic, um, you get it done before work. He's giving me all these great reasons to get up and ride early in the morning. And they're great because I can tell you, we've almost been hit by cars on the road in the evening. Uh, it takes away from my family time in the evening. And there is a lot of wind, which I guess, you know, you can debate is good or bad because it makes us work a lot harder in the wind, but it's a lot less enjoyable. But he's given me these good reasons. So we talked about it. I said, yeah, I'll probably text you in the morning. I should have known right there when I made that text to him that I wasn't actually committing. Uh, we joked about it, and he told me he wouldn't call me out on it for the next day. And I told him he could go ahead and do it, yet he still didn't post it in the group. So so there it is. Go ahead and call me out on it. Um, I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to commit to a new habit. I'm going to commit to waking up early and going for a bike ride in the morning. So there's my challenge to all of you. We can go on deeper and deeper into habits. Um, my challenge to you is to pick one habit that you think is not good and try to break it. So I'm not sure what that is for you. Pick a small one and pick a good habit that you want to do and try to do something different and set it up. So uh, my mom, and I'm talk about her again real quick. She often walks five to six kilometers every single day and she's part of the group. Um, my mom is older than me, 
and she's actively out walking every day and we've talked about how hot it is out lately and we've talked about it for weeks about her getting up and walking earlier in the morning there's a walking group over at the track at ck that's out there at six o'clock in the morning and they are committed and walking every single day out there and i see it posted which is awesome well my mom went over and walked um you know at 6 30 so she didn't meet the group and join them at six o'clock but she got up and she walked early she started a new habit and she already committed to going again the next day it's uncomfortable it's an uncomfortable place to be and if you think i have habits that are established over my couple years of life i'm sure that my mom's habits are established over a longer time so i'm pretty proud of my mom for going out and trying to create a new habit I think it's an amazing thing and I think it's proof that if somebody who has habits that have been around for many years can change to a new good habit even though it's uncomfortable and it breaks that comfort cycle, that should tell you something. Anybody can do it. Everybody can do it. So my challenge to you, pick a bad habit, try and break it. Uh, I'm going to be honest, mine is fingernails and it's chewing the fingernails and I talked about it with some other people and said I was going to do it in the last few weeks and I didn't. So I'm committing on the podcast and committing for the group. I'm going to buy some clippers and I'm going to stop trying to chew my fingernails. I had done well the last two weeks at work went to crap and I chewed every fingernail off my good habit. I'm going to wake up one day a week and I'm going to ride with uh, an acquaintance of mine or a friend of mine. And we're going to get up and we're going to ride in the morning. So I'm committing to those two things. Now come on over, join the group, post what yours is. I'm going to post the challenge in there and I'm going to ask people and we're going to add to that and we'll just thread through it. So that's the podcast for this week. Sorry for getting it out late. Um, Here I am building a a good habit. We'll get it out beforehand and we'll get committed to it. So thanks everybody for listening. Bit long and have a great weekend.